An independent country superstar in the making with a huge social media following, Kaylee Rutland joins us on the Music Universe podcast. Another day, another state tempts with reopening. How how do you feel about that, buddy? Uh, well, it's uh, starting to hopefully feel like it's getting back to normal. Um, Missouri is okay in concerts as of... Uh, May 4th when we're recording this and uh, California is looking to start phase two on uh, well May 8th so right before Mother's Day uh, they're looking at getting back at it uh, which this will have aired by then so uh, I guess we'll kind of see how it goes uh, I'm hoping we don't get a second round but uh, I guess it's only inevitable until they get a vaccine so I'm starting to look ahead to Las Vegas. How are you feeling on that? Uh, I'm optimistic. Uh, very optimistic uh, because so many people are still canceling shows. Even though states are opening, uh, they're just they're still canceling, you know, uh, as we spoke about on a, another podcast. Wait, why are you optimistic but people are canceling? Did you use the wrong word? No. Um, I'm hoping... But people are canceling. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm hoping... It's a shame. We'll get to go in August, but um, I'm just kind of on standby mode with that, honestly. I, I really... I don't know. I mean, I'm oh, back and forth with Oh, things. bullshit, standby. We both have our merch already. Don't talk about standby. <laughs> <laughs> okay, standby in the fact that I'm waiting to see what happens. But the merch yeah. is there. The, we are completely ready it's just a matter of if the show is going to go on i'm i'm i would agree with that well for right now we get to focus on the music and the artists who are putting out music while we're all staying at home and one artist who's doing that is kaylee rutland i love her stuff she's just a a great artist has a real sense of herself, which is so important in this business. Yes, and she and I have uh, a couple things in common, and I'm really excited uh, to discuss that. I uh, I think you and her are going to start a new podcast called The Reba Podcast. We should. <laughs> Kaylee Rutland, welcome to the Music Universe Podcast. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, well, it is a thrill to have you. What are you doing during this uh, crazy time while we're all in isolation? I have to say, honestly, my life has pretty much just been a lot of songwriting the past six weeks or so, which I feel like is maybe true for a lot of musicians right now, but it really is a great time since we're cooped up inside to just, you know, break out a guitar and noodle for hours on end. Oh, yeah. Getting any, uh, getting any big... Big ideas, stuff you might want to work on after this is over in the studio? Hopefully so, yeah. There's a couple songs that I've been working on just over the past week or so that I'm really excited about. So I hope to just kind of keep that creative train rolling during this time. Are they solo writes or are they like Zoom uh, co-writes? I've been doing a lot of both. Um, I definitely know a few people who didn't love um, doing video writes before now mm -hmm. and yeah obviously at the moment it's pretty much the only way that any of us can write with each other so it's been kind of a cool process to see what comes out even though we are yeah just over skype or zoom has this quarantine inspired any 
any material itself, or have you just been taking the time to write other material? Um, a little bit of both. And yeah, I guess for that, it definitely depends on whether it's me by myself or a co-write and what the mood is um, with who I'm writing with that day. Yeah, and uh, we know you have a huge uh, social media following. How has that been translating um, during this? Have you been doing any lives? I've been doing a lot of lives, yeah. And it makes me very grateful for the opportunity to be able to connect that way with people because performing is probably my favorite part about this as my job. And while it's definitely a disappointment not to be able to do that in person, I'm super excited that I'm at least able to utilize things like Facebook or Instagram to play new material and get to interact with people over the internet. And is that the one, I guess, positive thing about this is that you can actually reach out to your fans a little easier than being up on stage? A little bit, yeah. It's definitely nice, even in between songs, that I can just lean forward towards my phone and read comments and kind of get to interact with people one-on-one the way that I wouldn't get to do in the middle of a live show on stage. It's different, but yeah, definitely in a very cool way. Now tell us a little bit about, uh, and I want to thank you for doing this because uh, you released on April 24th, you released your EP, Every Minute Matters. We love when artists come on here and they, they've released music during this time. Was that a, was that a hard decision to put that out, or, or were you always going to go with this date no matter what? It was definitely the date that my team and I had in mind before all of this hit. And mm-hmm. I know that there have been a lot of delays with people. Um, obviously, there's movies and music and lots of things in the entertainment industry that are getting pushed because of this. And I can definitely understand why. But on my end, it was an easy decision because the music was already ready to go. It didn't require, you know, putting anyone's safety or health in danger. And so for me, I was definitely happy to be able to just kind of provide some new music for people in a time when we are all stuck in our homes and just definitely need some new music to listen to. So it ended up working out even better than I had originally thought it would. Yeah, I mean, now's the like best time to discover new music and uh, you got a song called superhero tell us about that song and what inspired it yeah i wrote that one um back when i was at belmont university with a friend of mine Mm. Brittany ray and she came over to my apartment one day and i think she was the one that came up with the title and it's definitely it was for us like a big balance of kind of trying to take you know these superhero metaphors and putting that into the lyrics while still not letting it be too cheesy or cliche and kind of letting this undercurrent of emotional vulnerability kind of be woven through it. Mm -hmm. And kind of, I guess that balance is sort of what the song ended up being driven by. Absolutely. Now you have released uh, how many albums by now? How many EPs? How many LPs? Looking here at your site. And we've actually talked before, I think when that side of me uh, came out a couple years ago, uh, it's been a little bit, but I'm, I'm crazy to think that was three years ago. Now, was that, uh, yeah, and it's still an awesome, awesome record. I remember you talking to us about that, talking to me about that as kind of a concept album, as kind of a, a, a linear thing and not so much just songs. Do, do you remember that? Is, am I 
hitting on that or am I completely, completely misremembering that conversation? No, I think that's spot on. Yeah, absolutely. Can you go back and revisit that side of me? Because I love, love that music from that and that record, where those songs and those stories and that thread came from. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, that side of me, obviously, I mean, the title track of that EP is that side of me, which mm -hmm. um, for me kind of encompassed the whole idea of that project because they definitely were a collection of songs from different periods in my life when I had written them. And each of them also portrayed a very different emotion and quite literally a different side of me. And that was kind of the idea with that whole project from my point of view was I really wanted to have that music to share with other people in the hopes that they would find even just like one line from one song where they were like, oh, I can really relate to that and just kind of have a wide expanse of the different sides of all of us sort of um, just shown in that EP. I ask that to ask this. Are you finding with this isolation a new side of you? A side that's Absolutely. comfortable staying home? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely a very introverted person, and so this isolation has... I think allowed me to recognize that more about myself. And I think instead of leaning into it in an unhealthy way, allowed me to be like, okay, how can I, while I am by myself, still be able to interact, not just with friends and family, um, but kind of like we were talking about earlier with um, people who follow me and listen to my music and just kind of be able to still interact with that community that I love being a part of, even though I can't be out on the road meeting them in person. Yeah, and uh, what would you say inspires you the most uh, regarding music? In a wide sense, I guess people, and mm. more specifically, their stories. A lot of times that might be me or my co-writers and just the true-to-life stuff that we're going through on a daily basis, but also the people that I've met and gotten to interact with over the years, the people who have helped me in music and who have kind of encouraged me and supported me along the way. And even just the people that I get to meet when I do play live at shows and just getting to hear their stories and meet them in person. Who are some of your musical influences and uh, what can fans expect on this EP if they haven't heard it yet on like stylistic? Yeah, absolutely. Um, one of my greatest musical influences ever since I was little is Reba McIntyre. She is just my all-time favorite anything. I am with you on that. Her former vocalist. Yes, she's brilliant. She's an absolute legend. Um, and more than just her music, which obviously is incredible, and the stories, and oh my gosh, her voice, I won't even get started. Right. But also just like how she interacts with people, and she's a businesswoman, she's vocal about her faith, she treats people with kindness, just everything about that is I think, ideal for how people in the music industry treat one another. I love it. Um, and as far as the new EP goes, I think what people can expect to hear is sort of what I consider my own personal trademark, which is it's definitely contemporary country, but I love 
weaving in a lot of traditional elements, which again, I do love Reba's music. So no wonder I love traditional country, but whether that's in the lyrics and the storytelling or the instrumentation or how it's kind of mixed and produced together, I think that's definitely a common theme throughout it. Yeah. Now uh, you and I could literally talk this whole episode about Reba, but we won't do that. (laughs) Oh, she's so brilliant. Favorite Reba song, favorite Reba song. And that's for both of you. Mm. Okay, I have to say, mine honestly, it honestly changes all the time. But we'll say for this week, it's Why Haven't I Heard From You. Okay. I, I got into her through uh, Take It Back, so I'm going to stick with that. Mmm. Oh, so good. <laughs> you can't choose. I saw her do 70 minutes at a casino, and it was... And I saw the Vegas show. It was too short. We could go on for for hours and hours about about this. But just ask Matt. What about really could? Here's a here's a question. What what from her music have you borrowed? Let's say into your style. Where do you think you see your influences coming through in your music? Oh gosh, that's such a good question, and it's such a tricky one for me because I. I think idolize her to a point where I almost don't even want to presume that you could see a similarity there. And on a logical level, that may be true, but like emotionally, I'm like, Oh no, like surely <laughs> like, you couldn't compare it. Um, but I guess, I guess, yeah. Like one thing for me, like I've always idolized, like, especially with her vocals, how she can go really big and just belt out like a huge sassy emotion in one minute. And the next, it'll be, she just can go very soft and quiet and so beautiful. And her range, I mean, obviously dynamically and vocally, but also emotionally is so great. And that's definitely something, um, not that I can ever pretend to be at the same level, but that I aspire to kind of imitate in my music. Oh, absolutely. Well, I think we are. I think we are all our influences, whether we want to be or not. Like you've heard, I'm sure you've heard Garth talk about, you know, the similarities between a Seeger chord and his chord for Thunder Rolls, and it's just how you interpret it. So it's it's not a it's not an ego thing. It's not an emotional thing. It's just we are made up of our DNA and what inspires us. So that's so interesting to hear you talk true. about that. That's a good point. I hadn't thought of that. That's, that's so true. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and with all of that success that you've garnered, uh, as an independent artist, you know, you've obviously played with uh, Ray or toured with Ray Lynn, but also Billboard is acknowledging you as well, as well as your inaugural Nash Next competition uh, competitor. So tell us about what it feels like to be recognized on a national level at, at this point. It's been incredibly humbling, um, especially with um, those two that you just mentioned, because both of them um, were a little unexpected from my point of view with billboard. I had no idea that my name was going to be on that list until someone emailed me a link after it was published. And I thought that it was just like a cool, fun article. You know, I was reading through it, seeing other artists whose music I wanted to check out. And then at the bottom of the list was my name and my picture. And I absolutely freaked out and just things like that, where I'm, I'm such a fan of country music that it's always humbling to be included with these other artists who I look up to so much. Oh yeah, absolutely. 
in our last few minutes here, let's talk about touring. I know that you love to get out there. You love to perform. How were you affected? How were your road dates affected? And what are you looking at as these states start to reopen? Has anything come back uh, in terms of being able to get out there and perform for folks? It'll, I think, definitely depend on which states start to reopen and which events get postponed versus canceled. Because I know everyone's, Mm -hmm. I mean, we all are. We're a little cautious while also anxious to get back out there. So I'll definitely yeah. have to kind of keep an eye on which things they are able to for sure um, reopen. And wherever I can be, as long, of course, as it's safe, wherever I can be, I will travel all over the place to do fairs and festivals. I will hang out here in Nashville and get back to my writer's rounds that I love. So uh, it'll definitely be a play-it-by-ear situation um, for the whole industry, I'm sure. But I'm definitely looking forward to seeing how this plays out. And, uh, yeah, to kind of finish finish up with that, do you think that, uh, based on you know your experience and what you might be hearing, that the industry may change for a while when we do get back at it? I'm sure it will, yeah. And part of me doesn't want it to because I do love, you know, just the familiarity of it. But I think there are definitely Mm -hmm. opportunities for cool things to come out of this. And I don't know what that looks like. It might be more online opportunities. It might be people so anxious to get back out into the world that there will be a ton of new tours and festivals opening up. Um, I'm sure there will be a lot of changes, but I, knowing how people love music, I can only imagine that it will end up being a positive change in the long run. So I'm very optimistic about it. Well, I'm so glad and and so are we. This was so much fun, Kaylee. I I love your music. I love your style. And uh, I can't wait to see you back out on the road as as I'm sure everybody, all of your fans feel. Thank you. I really appreciate y'all taking the time to talk with me today. It means the world. Well, this was fun. Thank you for taking the time. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Anytime. Oh, God. I could have walked away at that one point and just let you two do the show and giggle over Reba. You should have. Well. (laughs) If only y'all could see what was going on. Yeah, we can see each other. We FaceTime on our computers while we talk on the phone to do this. And (laughs) I may have just made a hand gesture at him. Uh Oh, Bird, bird, bird. Bird is the word. Oh, well, a bird. You know, I think the quarantine's really, really getting to us. It is. You know, I'm starting to analyze people's music. I have no business analyzing. <laughs> like, I, I'm just, like, I'm I'm starting to think myself a music critic. Because, Nothing wrong with that. You know, we, well, we've talked a lot about on this program. So, like, Kaylee, she's a songwriter. She writes from the heart, and she does country music in that vein of writing from the heart, doing something authentic. It's not made in a science lab to be a pop cult, a pop, a poppy country hit at country radio, right. you know, and you and I should do an episode about, uh, you know, hit songs versus damn good songs and how many damn good songs are hit songs. Uh, cause that's the kind of stuff this quarantine has got me thinking about. So, uh, you're right. I think it is getting to us. <laughs> well, you know, being a music critic's all right. Cause, um, you know, I I do that on occasion. Right we have, we're just fans. You know, I we know what we like, and uh, I don't like compromising that based on popularity. Uh, you know, you, you kind of get it. Yeah. 
So, you know, it was great. Uh, Kaylee was awesome, and uh, it's great to learn about uh, new artists. And uh, it's really super cool to see, though, that they're independent and they have such a huge following. So that just leaves that door open for whatever may come. All right. For the Music Universe podcast, I'm Matt. And, um, buddy, thanks for listening, and keep checking out themusicuniverse.com. Uh-huh.